Hi, folks, and um, welcome to the next edition of Serverless Crack uh, with myself, Dave Anderson, a technical fellow at Bazaar Voice and author and contributor at the Serverless Edge. Uh, Mark McCann, uh, architect at Globalization Partners and author and contributor at Serverless Edge. Uh, Michael O'Reilly, software architect at Globalization Partners and contributor with Serverless Edge. Hello, everyone. Well, so we're going to um, continue our series on the modern cloud. Um, this is, I think, a five or six part series. We've talked about our introduction to modern cloud and took it from a kind of a CEO, chief product person, developer perspective. Um, today we're going to talk about the, the technical leader, or the CTO perspective, which we sometimes talk about as kind of long-term value. If you do have a modern cloud you know, approach, there is a long-term value proposition that I think as a CTO, you need to be on top of. Uh, this, this is a difficult one because the CTO will often have to try and almost not justify it, but of the rationale for this modern cloud, which may seem like a big initial investment. And it's, it's often hard to see if it pays off. Um, one, of, one of the big pressures, I think, straight out of the, out of the, out of the gates for a CTO is the, the platform choice. You kind of have to make a bet on a platform and you almost have to guess that how is that platform going to evolve in the next maybe 10 years. You don't want to be picking the wrong, you don't want to bet the wrong horse around a platform. You have to be able to not or have a, a two-way door, as Amazon would say, not a one-way door into your platform. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I mean, there's, is there any, we'll not talk about any specific names, I suppose, but there's definitely bad platform choices you could make in the modern cloud. Yeah, um, it is a hard one to kind of get into without sort of naming specific platforms. But but certainly at a um, well, you like to think at a CTO level, there you know it's um, at an organizational level, and you know they're they kind of working with you know resources and where they apply certain resources to add business value, you know. And then you also you know to your point, Dave, like looking at evolution, you know what what innovations are currently out there and you know, and kind of making the decision, you know, based on your business, um, you know, what is that, you know, what is the bet that we're effectively going to make here on the, the, the platform itself, you know? Well, there's another one as well, you, decision you have to make. Are you actually going to pick a platform? Or are you going to stay platform agnostic? agnostic. No, okay. Our so. stuff will work on all of the clouds. Yes. So we can have this big lever we pull and switch clouds automatically. Or we'll do three clouds at the same time. That's a really good decision. And Not that is a yeah, that is a subject and a half to unpack. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I I a famous one of our um, not name any names, but somebody once says, "Let's just get one. Let's just get good at one cloud before we start picking three clouds," which I thought was a great quote from a leader. <laughs> And I think it's you, uh, you mentioned the maggots about understanding the needs of your business and making sure that your choices can help you meet those needs now and in the future. And you know, you know, being able to evolve from you know what you're doing today to meet those needs to where you need to get to in the future is is critical, right? So you want to make sure that you're not over-engineering stuff and you're not adding abstraction layers that come with you know come with a cost, they come with a price. So you know, if you want to be that flexible sort of provider or, or, or platform that can do everything for everybody, there's a huge price you have to pay to, to maintain that. And is that price worth it? And in most cases, it's probably not, right? You're probably best minimizing your liabilities and minimizing your platform and having the sort of the thinnest viable sort of platform that you can get away with to meet those needs. 
And then, you know, to the evolutionary angle, you got you can't stand still, right? As a CTO, you have to create that environment to encourage evolution because you know we're seeing it across all the cloud providers. They're rapidly um, improving. They're rapidly uh, introducing new capabilities, new features, new services. And if you are not setting your organization up to evolve, you know, frequently or you know, and continuously improve, you're going to get left behind by the organizations that can and do evolve continuously and do improve continuously. So, you know, you may, may have moved into the cloud and stuck everything on S3 and a couple of VMs five, six years ago and thought, hey, yeah, we're good, we're modern cloud. And, you know, you're just, you haven't evolved. You're going to get left behind by those who continuously yeah. evolve and, you know, improve their, their, their cost, improve their performance, improve their security posture by leveraging, you know, these new features capabilities that are, that are emerging. So as a CTO, I guess you got to, make sure that you're setting up yourself and your company to leverage modern cloud effectively. And the way to do it is to constantly evolve. And, and uh, worldly mapping is, is a great way of, of doing that at, that at the CTO level, right, to understand. I mean, and, and one thing I'd say, like, I don't think there is a single right answer. You know, you'll get people on various ends of the spectrum, you know, say like containers versus serverless or, you know, whatever, right? I think, you know, the truth in a lot of cases is, is in the middle. And you, you talk about like rapid development sometimes. You I mean, you want to give yourself every opportunity to get out the market, to try out new, yeah. you know, uh, new concepts, you know, um, you know, expose like a, a new business opportunity, you know, get out there, try something out. And, you know, as you scale things up, different factors apply and you may decide that you have to kind of change tech, but you kind of want to arm yourself with as many building blocks as, as, as possible. And, and a lot of that may mean that, you know, you may have like separate platforms or separate ways of sort of building things uh, that really pertain to your, yeah. that really support your, your, your business, your business model. But this is where I think like, it's, it's interesting to kind of look at things like, you know, innovate, leverage, commoditize and, you know, uh, pioneer, settler, town planner, you know, you've, you gotta, you gotta know when you're in certain modes and, you know, you got to organize, you know, mixed methods, all that sort of stuff, but you've got to give teams the right capabilities to operate within those spaces. It's really, it'd be a really bad scenario if you're a pioneering team, you're trying to get out the market, but you're, you've got a three month kind of provision kind of delay because somebody needs to click a button to provide you some compute. Um, yeah. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta think about things in, in, in those kind of scenarios, I think as a CTO and, yeah. Um, I think as well you have to you have to actually deliberately pick and select a platform and be very clear about that. Another thing you want to be clear on is that if you try if you're too clever, you may have quality issues because you want to pick a platform that will give you a certain amount of quality. And then mm-hmm. once you're on a platform, a modern cloud platform, you want to and something we, we've talked about a lot is having that problem prevention culture. Is actually thinking about you know how can we build well so we don't have any problems as opposed to a problem creation culture where you're celebrating people for fixing crazy stuff that should never have been built in the first place, and that's obviously well architected is a great way to kind of um, put the kind of so the the guardrails in place so you're saying like this is our platform and here's our standard and that's that's a that's many decades of good practice baked into a single sentence, or you don't want to say to you who's thinking that's fine but we're different, so we're going to write a lot ourselves. It's 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 not what you need, especially if you're a startup. It's crazy. I think establishing those sort of principles is is critical at the CTO level. Like, you know, what are your principles for you know 
containers versus serverless? You know, what are your principles for you know, innovation for you know, your leadership principles for some of this stuff that people can, as you know, you want to empower and enable the teams to make these decisions, but you want to arm them with good principles that they can you know, assess their choices against, right? So as they're starting to pick technologies, um, as they're starting to leverage these building blocks that you talked about, Mike, you know, they're assessing it against the core principles from the CTO and from the organization about, you know, well, how do we want to assess this thing? And like, as a CTO, you want to create that environment for success, but you want to enable the teams to sort of run with it and you know, embrace it and challenge you on that as well, right? So, you know, you want, you want that feedback loop on what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, and I think there's also... Sorry, Dave, go ahead. No, go for it. No, and what I was just going to add on that is, you know, kind of building on that. So it's almost kind of that shared responsibility thing. And, you know, and I think it's from a CTO perspective, you know, as, as a team, we all kind of apply well-architected approaches to our implementations and to our architecture. But then again, just, you know, um, trusting in, you know, your service provider, your cloud providers, whatever in relation to, you know, what they talk about with regard to HA or availability and, you know, you, you got to factor all those into your decisions as well, I guess, as a CTO when you're, when you're obviously in platform selection. You know, I hear a lot of, there's a lot of mistrust. Sometimes you kind of, you perceive an industry just yeah. around, well, our stuff is, we've got to be, we've got to be available all the time. You know, depends what industry people are in. But, um, you know, for me, it's kind of those sort of conversations at that level, you know, um, got to factor into things, you know. Yeah, I think that's really important, especially for a technical leader, architect, or CTO. And, and a good example of that is using industry standards. You know, look for a standard somewhere else and use it. There's nothing, and sometimes there's a mistrust that people don't do that. I, I enjoy hearing stories where people said like, yeah, we're going to do eventing, but we're going to write our own eventing standard. And you're mm. like, you're a pizza company. What are you doing? Are you crazy? <laughs> Just use something else. You know, it's not like your Netflix um, so like the, the type of companies that actually have to customize something, there's a very, very small number of them and they're doing like technically extremely pioneering work. 99% of the companies can just use the standard that's out there and be very successful because, you know, whatever your business is, the fact that your event structure is not quite optimal, it's not going to bring the business down, you know? So I think there's something about using standards and being very clear, but not deviating from them unless there's an exceptionally good reason and usually there's not. Yeah. And that comes back to bite you with data and security and things like that. Yeah, I think it, it was a modern cloud for the CTO. They should be able to ask for a well-architected solution and set up their organization to be able to answer that question. So as a CTO, you should be able to ask all of your leaders, are we delivering a well-architected solution? And you know, if you've done it right, if you've empowered and enabled and educated your, your teams, they should give you an informed answer. Yeah, and also the fact about if somebody says, "What does that mean?" You go, "Here's an 86-page white paper from Amazon. Go read it." <laughs> it's like if there's no, there's no debate. There's no gray area. It's like no, it's very clear. Yeah. Go, go yeah. read. And the thing, the hardest thing, I guess, as well, is like obviously at the CTO level, you've got to deal with regulations and compliance. Yeah. You know what I mean, like SOC compliance, for example. And you know, at a certain points in time, managed services may not be 100% SOC compliant. But typically what you find is over a short period of time, they do become 
very compliant and uh or, or guess what you ask for them to be compliant you ask for them to be compliant and you got to be on that you know and so you got to factor that into your your decisions as well you know and, and sometimes unfortunately what people do is they do go down the build your own and and then before you know it the, the teams or the orgs that waited are then surpassing them because they don't have to invest in all this ops kind of maintaining their own custom you know, role sort of implementations. So those sorts of things as well as kind of, those are things you do need strategies around and be able to kind of solve for. And, and there are, typically there's 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 many ways to kind of skin a cat in, in, in the modern cloud uh, with regard yep. certain approaches. Uh, so there's always, there always, there's always been options in my experience, um, but you gotta be aware of those and, and you know, yeah, and, embrace them. Real options. We talked about this for the developer sort of persona about continuous learning. As a CTO, you might not need to know all of the fine grained details of some of these new services and capabilities that are that are emerging, but you need to be able to ask your team about them, and you, you need to be able to uh, ask well informed questions about leveraging these things. Because, like you say, Mike, whaling might be the best option, but if you're not well informed, you you not know that, and you might make a decision you'll regret later. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose closing off then, I mean, when you think of the, we've talked about this a lot, like, but just briefly, if you think of the role of the CTO in modern cloud, sustainability has to be something that they need to start thinking about. Um, whatever application or stack you build in the cloud, there eventually will be a, a carbon a, a carbon burn measure for how much carbon you're using. And, and you know, if you, if you design badly, that can be very high. Um, so that's something that's still quite new, but I think as we go on, there'll be there'll be more metrics and, and regulations and expectations around your sustainability score. So that's definitely one to watch. Yeah, Do we yeah. now have a metric for technical debt? Yeah, I think it's a good forcing function for all of the other good practices we just talked about. So you know, if you're able to deliver a well-architected serverless-first solution across your entire org, um, as a CTO, you should be able to become, you know, you're busily meeting the right mark for delivering a sustainable solution, right? If you're, if you're doing all that, you'll not be far off being sustainable. Yeah. yeah. So more and, to again, come that. and if you can hand that off to someone who's going to sort of do all the work operationally, they kind of make that a wee bit more sustainable and, you know, you should be considering that as a, as, a, as an option. Um, yeah. Good luck. So. Good luck optimizing that if you just, done a whole lot of custom build madness yep 100 percent. so that's the crack well more to more to come on that like but um we'll leave it at that um i think we'll probably just close off our modern cloud session next time around um so please come have a look at the blog on the serverlessage.com give us a follow on twitter at uh at serverless age and you can pre-order the book now the flyweight effect on amazon and barnes and noble right thanks very much thank you bye bye. thanks everyone bye